Hey friends, I hope you're all staying healthy and safe and as comfortable as possible, and that you're taking care of the people and pets and plants that are important to you. I've been wearing the same clothes for three whole days. I haven't showered in three whole days. Truth be told, I'm starting to get itchy. It's gross, but I've been busy. If I'm not getting together with anybody in person, my hygiene is not a priority. Look, last week I was suffering with a bad cold. You might still be able to hear it a little bit in my voice, but I had a lot of things to do last week. I had to leave the house and meet with people in person. Yes, of course I bathed myself then. Yes, of course I, I put on clean clothes then. But but come Friday, I was done. Now, it's, it's not easy to keep your schedule and continue to do the things you normally do when you're sick. But... I have a dog that needs to be walked at least every day. And, and this past weekend was Mother's Day. I I had to get ready for, for Mother's Day. I've got a mom who's still on this side of the dirt. I had to, to take care of her. I My wife is a mom. I had to take care of her. You know, I had to, uh, I had to meet with my therapist this past week. You know, which I do in person. And I had things to return to the library. I have physical items. Now, on top of all this, I, I had my regular full-time job, and I have a manuscript to edit if I want to publish a new novel before winter. But, as I was saying, as the weekend arrived, as I didn't have anywhere to be, I stopped all ablutions. I know. It, it, it's gross. It's gross. I, I, I've been sleeping in these clothes that I'm wearing. <laughs> I, I, I'm a person committed to maintaining a schedule. I, I write books. I review albums. These are these are things I, I enjoy doing, and I'm fortunate to be able to do them. But if I'm being dragged down by a cold all week, and I, I'm eating hot soup and taking Advil and blowing my nose consistently while I'm continuing to do the activities I enjoy doing while also taking care of my responsibilities around the house, you know, and, and regarding my, my regular full-time job... It makes the work week, week feel a lot longer, man. And, and by this past Friday, I was just done. Hence my slovenliness, you know? So, hey, hey, do you love great fiction? Of course you do. Were you aware that I'm the author of eight self-published novels? If this is your first time listening to this podcast, then maybe you weren't. By the way, if this is your first time listening to this show, welcome. This is the People Are the Enemy podcast, and I'm the host of the program. My name is Andy Mascola. There are no ads on People Are the Enemy, and there's no Patreon set up for it. All I've ever asked listeners of this podcast is that if you like the show and you love to read and you'd like to help contribute to People Are the Enemy and myself monetarily and get yourself a great novel or two, uh, please consider purchasing my books. As I said, there are eight novels currently available worldwide via Amazon in both paperback and ebook formats. And if you don't use Amazon, you can find most of my stories in paperback format at barnesandnoble.com. If you've already purchased any or all of my books, thank you, thank you, thank you. I sincerely appreciate your generous patronage. And with all that out of the way, here's the quirky theme song.
Hello, People Are the Enemy listeners. This is episode 172 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. Thanks for spending time with me. It's good to see you. You're looking well. I hope you had a great weekend. Did you have a good weekend? You did? You didn't? Okay. <laughs> Do you, yet you celebrate Mother's Day at all? You know, some folks still uh, have their mother on this side of the dirt, as I, I myself uh, do, as I mentioned in the monologue there, and and, and she came over today, and uh, we got a pizza. You know, my, my mom is very, very particular about uh, her diet, and uh, uh, has been that way her entire life. I, I don't know if you ever listened to Mark Marin or, or, or the WTF podcast, podcast, WTF podcast, Mark's podcast. He talks a lot about his mother and her food habits and... Uh, um, and her particular particularities uh, concerning diet, and and my mother is very 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 similar to that. In in fact, it was uh, growing up, it it was uh, it was like uh, that that my whole life. I won't get into the uh, to the gory details because they are uh, they may be considered gory to some concerning the strictness of of uh, of how I was raised uh, concerning my diet, but. Uh, but yeah, she maintains this this sort of diet, and getting a pizza for herself would never be something my mother would consider doing. Like, not even like like a little tiny, you know, like a, a personal pizza. So I I called her up and I said, Ma, what would you like to do for for Mother's Day? Because initially she'd said, you know, I want to get Chinese food. Let's get Chinese food. And I said, okay, but you know, the girls aren't going to eat it. And and when I say the girls, I mean my wife and daughter. They're doing this keto diet. It's it's a Speaking of strict diets, it's very very strict, and they've been sticking to it. It's been successful for them, uh, but uh, but it doesn't save room for anything outside of a lot of proteins and uh, a lot of nuts and and uh, uh, vegetables. Okay, so you know you no sugary fruits even. You know what I mean? And, and obviously uh, no you know no breads or, or carbs or anything like that. And as as you uh, if you've ever enjoyed Chinese food, as you you may know that there's a lot of a lot of carbs involved in that food, in particular starches and rice and whatnot. So so I told my mother, I said, look, uh, it's I don't mind getting Chinese food, Ma, but just so you know, it's just going to be you and I getting the Chinese food and eating it at, at our house, meaning my house. And uh, and she said, oh, well, how about we get a pizza then? And I said, oh, yeah, okay, Mom, whatever you want. You tell me what you want. I said, what kind of pizza would you like? Said, oh, just cheese. Okay, all right, we'll just get a cheese pizza then. So that's that's what we did. And uh, I, I picked up a cheese pizza and uh, she ate two slices, and that was fine. She's oh, I can't believe I ate two. I can't believe I ate two slices. I'm thinking, my God, woman, I could eat this entire pizza by myself, and I probably could have. But uh, you know, again, she's a very small woman, and she's <laughs> very particular about her her diet and what she puts on her body. And uh, of course, she made a big deal about eating two, you know, not gigantic slices of pizza by any means. <laughs> like, like if you saw the like, they could fit on a paper plate. That's you know what I'm saying. You know, that, that's that's how big these things were. So, you know, I know some people, you know, think of like, oh, well, you get a slice, uh, you know, if you go into the city and you get a slice, yeah, it's like a quarter of a, a quarter of a pie in some cases. But no, 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 these were these were small, small slices. And she ate two and, oh, so I can't, I, oh, I can't, I can't believe it. And I'm like, uh-huh, okay, all right. And I'm just sitting there like, I'm you know, I, I eat two to her one, essentially. You know what I mean? I ate two pieces and she was like still working on the first one. I'm like, I'm not going to eat anything else in front of this woman, because I know she'll make a big deal out of it, you know, you know, so anyway, so 
so she ate the the two slices of pizza, and then we we took the dog for a walk. My wife said, "Why don't you Why don't you and your mother take the dog for a walk?" And this way, my wife and daughter could have their lunch, which consisted of a a a, a very very different kind of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> keeping with the keto diet that they're on. And uh, it, it couldn't have been easy for them to sit through this, but they've been doing it for a while. When I say sit through this, I mean watching my mother and I eat this this pizza from a, a, you know, a pizzeria downtown, you know. So, uh, but, you know, they did, and then my wife kindly suggested, why don't you and your mother go for a walk? Okay, that sounds good. So we got up, and my mother and I took the dog for a walk. It was it, it was nice. My mother walks very slow. I had to, you know, I had to... I had to really hold the dog back because the dog wanted to go fast, and uh, it wasn't easy for the dog to to restrain herself. Oh, there's Thomas Austin. You guys want to talk to Thomas? Remember him, Flashby? Hey, Thomas. Hey, Andy. Hey, man. You're you're on the air. I'm literally recording the podcast right now. How are you? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Uh, I'm doing all right. This is a complete surprise. Honestly, I was just talking about Mother's Day, man, and uh, and your call. You just you just called and. Uh, Honestly, this is not planned at all. I promise. I don't know how else we could do that. Like Thomas, if I answered the phone and you were crying, they would know it wasn't like you know planned. <laughs> You're like, hey, Andy, you wouldn't believe the day I had. I'd be like, oh shit, oh shit. I, I'm so sorry, Thomas. I'm recording the podcast right now. <laughs> now I got to redo the whole thing. What if I was laughing about something like laughing, Andy? I just shit my pants. Yeah, or what if it was just worse? What if it was something that was just like. Andy, I've been arrested. You gotta come pick me up. <laughs> you gotta bail me out. What happened? Uh, can I tell you about it after you put up the money? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, by the way, you're on the podcast. They're like, oh no, no. How are you, buddy? You don't mind me recording you, do you? Absolutely not. Oh, good. Hello, greetings out there, listeners. You get you get a double shot. This is Thomas back to weeks uh, episodes back to back. Thomas, how was man. your how was your Mother's Day, man? I, I was just talking about my Mother's Day. We had my mom over. She and I had pizza, and we took the dog for a walk. Now, your 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 mom is is in another part of the the, the country. She's in That's Florida. Right. That's right. She's in my home state of Florida. She's doing well. Um, I called her this morning, and we had a great chat. She's having a good time. Just uh, she enjoyed my gift. I got her a foot uh, foot spa, foot massager. Oh, and that's sweet. It came, yeah, it came early. It got there Friday. So when I called her this morning, I said, hey, did you try it out yet? She's like, no, I haven't taken it out of the, the box yet. <laughs> oh, God. Do you think she'll ever Come get to on. it? I don't think she'll ever get to it. <laughs> I think she's more happy about the, the Amazon wrapping that it came in. She says, you know, these things come in. A, everything everything you send me comes in a nice gift bag. Amazon does a good job with their I, I said, no, Mom, you got you to gotta pay extra for that. She thought everything that. Oh, she thought that's I the way they sent it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> It'd be nice. Everything is like a present from Amazon. Here it is. But no, it was good. It was good. And I said happy Mother's Day to a lot of my uh, friends and family that are mothers. Because I know sometimes, I think we talked about it, it could be a thankless job. Yeah, for sometimes. sure. For sure. Thomas, I think, go I ahead, think please. we talked about this before. I think that that's the, probably the, the, the craziest thing that a human can do with the human body as a woman giving birth. Right. Are you are you ever envious of uh, the fact that women can can uh, bring life into this world in that way? No. No. no I, can, I can do my part. My part seems a lot more fun. <laughs> 
Oh man! I can sit on the sidelines. You appreciate children, but you don't. You don't have any envy of trying to 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 uh, harbor one in in your in your stomach or your. Yeah. Uh, I say stomach no. because we don't have wombs. Yeah. <laughs> for nine months no, and then bring it into the world. For them, though. Yeah, for sure. Their body ships. Yeah. Their hips ship. Jeez, think about that. It's incredible. It is incredible. I have envy. I honestly am envious. Like, oh were my God. you there, Andy? Um, were you there for the birth of your child? Yes. Yeah, I was in the room. I was. I was literally holding wow. a leg up. Literally. Oh my God. Yeah, I shouldn't get wow. that graphic. My wife will kill me. Yeah. No, I was what? there. I was there. I participated. I assisted. I cut the cord. Damn it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you're a good dad. You're a good dad. Great, great mom too. Julie's a great mom. What um, I don't know. Looking back on that. What, what do you feel? How do you feel about that? Was it scary, or were you excited, or were you? Kind yeah, of it was. It was scary. I'll tell you what, man. My mother-in-law was there also, which was you know might sound a little odd, but uh, my wife really wanted her mother there, and I I guess my mother-in-law had my my wife is for those who don't know, my wife is one of five sisters, and um, shoot, uh, one two, well yeah, two of them had delivered babies prior to my wife. My wife is the second oldest. And uh, and my mother-in-law had been present for the births of those grandchildren, and she wanted to continue this tradition. So, and my wife said, "Would you mind if my mother's there?" I said, "Absolutely not." I, you know, and 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 at the end of the day, I was happy, if only because a lot of times I had no idea what the hell was going on. You know, like I'll tell you, like like the thing is, like I I watched my, our daughter come out into the world, and like, dude, like no one told me like the head was going to be like completely misshapen. You know what I mean? Yeah. When the baby comes out. And I was like, oh my god, what what happened to her head? <laughs> They're like, no, Mr. Mascola, this is this is perfectly natural. This is gonna <laughs> I was like, oh shoot. I had no idea. And I was oh completely god. moronic, yeah. I didn't mean I did I did I think one Lamaze class, you know, like they did like that that preparatory class and everything. The breathing. The breathing. I'm pretty sure I did at least one of those. Anyways, Thomas, I don't want to keep you from your evening. Can I give you a call back when I'm done with the show? Absolutely. Good luck with the show, buddy. Well, this has been a nice little cameo, buddy. Thank you for thank you for talking on the show for a little bit. No, thank you. I'm honored as always. Oh, I'm I'm glad you weren't in any uh, distress because that would have been a uh, that <laughs> that would have been awkward. Just a regular call to bug you. Right on, man. All right, we'll we'll talk in a yes. bit. Yes, sir. Peace. Okay, peace. Oh, that was nice, huh? Thomas calls in a little impromptu call. Yeah, he's he's a good buddy. He's a if you if you hadn't listened to last week's episode, episode one seventy, uh, Thomas uh, was on the show, literally like in the studio with me, which was fun. We 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 swapped movie suggestions. We watched movies each other had suggested, and then we talked about them. But yeah, he's a good friend. I don't have a lot of real uh, meat space friends. When I say meat space, I mean like M E A T, like real like in real life friends. But I've, I've got a, a few good ones, and he's 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 one of the good ones. I'm very fortunate. Anyway, where was I? Oh yeah, so. Mother's Day, so it went well, everything was okay, my wife had a nice day, my wife's mother is no longer uh, here, the woman I was just mentioning who was at the birth of my daughter, uh, uh, my mother-in-law uh, is no longer with us, she passed uh, seven years ago, and uh, it's it's hard for my wife, right, every every Mother's Day is difficult, and, and, uh, and you know, she likes to visit the grave, and uh, what we did today was we went, we got some, some uh, beautiful flowers, and we brought um, some gardening implements, and my wife and my daughter and myself uh, this afternoon went to to um, the cemetery where my where my uh, 
grandmother, um, my grandmother, my mother-in-law is is uh, laid to rest, and we put some flowers down, and it was uh, we had a uh, a nice uh, solemn moment there before we went about our day. And yeah, I didn't I didn't shower and get dressed for that either. <laughs> You know, so all right, so all right, I'll I'll take care of myself. I promise. I don't mean to make a joke out of, out of that. That's you know, it was it, it was a nice moment. Anyway, I hope you you had a good Mother's Day. And, and if, whether your mother's still here or or whether she's not here, uh, if you have if you have a strained relationship with your mother, I'm sorry, uh, that sucks. But I hope that maybe there's somebody else in your life that that kind of, uh, you know, kind of uh, has meant a lot to you in terms of uh, in terms of uh, uh, a female influence in your life. How's that? How's that? Okay. What else happened this weekend? Well, you know, you know, I finished a Donald E. Westlake book. I'm literally looking at it right now. You, you ever read anything by Donald E. Westlake? Yeah, I hadn't either. I mean, this dude used to, I mean, he wrote through like the late 50s all the way up through like, I think like the early 2000s. And, and, um, and he was uh, known particularly for like uh, crime type novels. He wrote this character, Parker. I think that movie, um, Payback, I think was was uh, one of his characters. I know like Darwin Cook, who's a great comic book artist. Um, I believe he he um, adapted some of these Parker stories to to graphic novel form. And I know I'd read some of those, but I never literally sat down and read a Donald E. West like book. And I saw that one of his books called I think it was called it's called Memory was being adapted into a film starring Ryan Gosling, and it's going to be called The Actor. And I, I was reading about this film, and it sounded great. And I looked at the book, and I was like, oh my god, this sounds great. And I said, I should really, really um, educate myself about Donald E. Westlake. So so I picked up a few of his books. And the one I read, let me go grab it here. The one I read this past week was called, it's, an, it's called A Good Story and Other Stories. And it's literally like 18 stories in here um, that were 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 uh, published in different various publications, a lot of them in Playboy magazine of all places, between 1958 and like 1995. I'm just looking at the different publications, but this Detective Magazine, Alfred Hitchcock's Mystery Magazine, um, Guilty Magazine, Ellery Queen's Mystery Magazine, so like a lot of these, um, like probably pulp Pulp publications from like the the fifties, late fifties and sixties, and then in the nineties he was published by like the New York Times, Playboy magazine, etc., etc. Anyway, so fascinating guy. The guy would write. If you ever look at him up, look him up on on Wikipedia. It's it's such an impressive bibliography because the dude was writing between like five to sometimes seven books a year. You know, and he's just crank, he's just cranking these things out. And I'm like, oh my god, can you imagine like the imagination? It's hard for me to just write one book every year. I can't imagine five to seven. That's incredible, you know. And I have envy, man. I'm envious of a, of a, an author that had that much time and obviously that much, uh, that many ideas, you know, to, to be able to to continue to be that that uh, that fertile as far as uh, as far as stories goes. But yeah, it was it was a decent book, a good story and other stories. It was called, and it's a collection of his short stories. And I thought that's a good way to break into Donald E. Westlake, you know, other than the graphic novels again that I've read, the Parker books. But I felt like those are more fun, and I'm a more of a Darwin Cook fan, so it was obviously, you know, it was like, you know, like a comic book, basically. But uh, yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna give another, I'm gonna give a shot to at least one other Donald E. Westlake book, and I'll probably check out that book, Memory, before the film uh, comes out, the film adaptation. Anyway, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop there, guys. I, I hope, uh, I hope you have a great week this week. If you're listening to this podcast uh, midweek. 
I hope it's going well. I hope everything's going well. I hope you're uh, you're 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 staying healthy. A lot healthier than I was last week. Oh my God, was I sick? That was not fun. But uh, I'm feeling much better. Anyway, this has been episode 171 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Our theme song is Walrus Love by Nokia Ocean. You can find that song and more at pizzapuppies.bandcamp.com. My name is Andy Mascola. You can purchase my novels via Amazon and other online book retailers in both paperback and ebook formats for as little as $1.99. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. We love you. Peace. <laughs>